You Ladies know. and gentlemen, welcome to a beautiful episode, Cup of Nurses, episode 44. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a UCSF study on pregnant women. And they found over 55 chemicals that they have never reported before in the human blood. And what's crazy about this is not only was this found in the pregnant women's blood, but also transferred to the baby, to the newborn. It was in the, you know, transferred to the placenta. And let's think about this. Like, we don't even, we take for granted healthy living. We think we're living healthy, but now... We just took a peek at a dish soap and it has one of those chemical, two of those chemicals that we are going to talk about on the show. And you're going to wipe your hands with dish soap. You're going to clean your plates with it. You eat off it. Like it makes you really wonder what's affecting your body. Because as you start listening to the show, you'll know that, hey, maybe my food allergies could be coming from chemicals that I'm, you know, consuming through through the household products without even realizing. You know how we talk about micronutrients last episode? This is our like mycotoxins yeah you know they patent patented tube and they're they're there and the issue being that not just one product has these things but it's an abundance of products and it's in minute quantities but all the all those things add up right because you get the same toxin in your laundry detergent in your soap in your um like your cleaners your bathroom cleaners your countertop cleaners and, you know, all that stuff adds up. It does, little just, by little, man. Right. Like the like the regulation agency, though, what was the FDA that regul- regulates this? Or what? Uh, this one's going to be the EPA. The EPA. So the EPA sets the standards of, you know, this cleaning arena can only have X amount of this chemical, right? And then it's going to say this countertop cleaner can only have X amount of this chemical, right? But then you're all adding those together because you're using all those different kinds of chemicals that are adding up of this one toxin, right? Yep. And then you're touching everything and you're washing like mats of dishes with it you're washing your hands with it and it just gets you get more of it than you think yeah without with it yeah because we're we're unconscious so no one talks about it, you know it's just the one thing i thought about recently it's like how come there is no studies on bluetooth radiation but on what on like bluetooth regular uh radiation like cell phone usage like we're not doing any significant research there's there's no money invested into it because we probably know it's bad man it's not that but, it's always bad it's just that it's it's use this use your phone so much that if it turns out it's negative, what do you do? It is what it is you at know, that what point. Do you do? What are you, like, you going to do? Go backwards? You can't. You can't. You know? you can't so it's man. better to, I guess at this point, it's better to be ignorant of, of the, of of the like, fact of what it might do. Exactly, right? Because if, if you're going to say Bluetooth is bad for you, Wi-Fi is bad for you, cell phones are bad for you, laptops are bad for you because they generate all these like invisible you know, signals that are cancerous or like, radiation or whatever, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Like there's no technology can't really move forward, right? And... I feel like it's not, I don't, I don't think it's that damaging as people think. Maybe in the future it is once these things get stronger. But right now, like people have been using laptops for a long time, the computers a long time, and then their cell phones. But like I do notice that because I used to like somebody sleep with my laptop near me because I used to do some stuff before bed, not here, yeah. but back in, back in uh, you know, Chicago. And I noticed that I did sleep better if I didn't have my laptop near me compared to, you know, when it was with me. So I'll fall asleep and like, you know, fall asleep doing stuff and I wake up and I'll be on top of me and I'll move it to the side and I'll sleep, sleep with it like on my uh, little cabinet that I have next to my bed or just on my bed in general. Oh, table would, maybe? Huh? <laughs> your table, not a kitchen yeah, cabinet? Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever it's called. You know, I forgot the side table or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, I definitely noticed that I slept better without having the electronics near me than I, than I did when this was near me. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, we'll have to see men in the future. And also, I want to mention that we're also going to talk about the seven ways to avoid chemicals at the second part of this episode. So let's go into the study. 
So University of California, San Francisco detected 190 chemicals in these um, uh, pregnant women. And 55 of those chemicals, they were not reported at all. 42 of them were considered mysterious chemicals, meaning that they could not trace the source of it. So it's kind of sad because uh, Tracy Woodruff, which is a professor of um, obs, uh, geez, obstetrics. Ob obstetrics and gynecology, reproductive sciences in UCF stuff, said that like, it's alarming that this is happening and there's, we're seeing it and, you know, pregnant women, it's transferring over to the fetus and EPA is doing a poor way of like managing this stuff. We don't have like firm regulations and where these chemicals are coming from. And if they're transferring over to the placenta and the blood brain barrier and all that, well, hey, now we might have generations of people that are exposed to these chemicals just because we stopped them in the 1980s, 1990s. Hey, we're going to have them continue with us because we're kind of like, you know, moving it forward. And the scary part it. is like they can't explain exactly where it comes from or how it gets in the body or how it crosses the placenta and how it affects the kid or what the future ramifications are going to be. That's the scary part. And like no one really pays attention to this very often. No. And I'm not really sure why a lot of these, I'm sure if, as time moves on, we're going to look back and say, hey, this, these ingredients have been using in plastics and detergents and in cleaning products have been shown to be detrimental long-term. Yeah. Like how many ads do we see on, on TV when we were night shift about like asbestos exposure? Like one point we saw asbestos was fine. And then look, we're, you know, people are, are getting mesothelioma from it, are getting different kind of lung cancers, different cancers in general. And now, you, you know, you go to court and all that for the exposure. So imagine how much stuff we don't know and how much the stuff that we don't want to find out because it's already so engraved in our society that it's better to just not talk about it now and just deal with ramification, ramification when they come. Yeah. But that's not really right if you think about it. We should, like, it'll be easier to tackle the problem now and fix it compared to 20, 30 years down the line and saying, damn, now we got to kind of backtrack and now we got to kind of treat this issue that, 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 that's been caused. Yeah. Because, you know, once this stuff becomes more and more embedded in society, it's going to be harder and harder to get rid of. Yeah. And, right? and it's also harder because like even looking at the, the climate change, which is a very, you know, big topic now and everything that's happening is I feel like we're stemming away from large corporations. Like at the end of the deal is like, we're not looking at them as the people that are causing this. We're just looking at us. Hey, stop using bags. Let's start eating synthetic meat. Like we're, I understand humans are, you know, creating pollution too, but I think we're not even realizing how much the big corps are doing this, mm -hmm. whether to dump in plastics. Like for example, 40 of those chemicals in this study were from plasticizers. 20 of those chemicals were in cosmetic products. 25 were in consumer products. 29 were in pharmaceuticals and 23 were in pesticides. Mm -hmm. Three of them were in flame retardants and seven were PFAs, which is like known to be in a lot of like plastic carpeting and different products. So it's like, dude, it's wild to capture this. Like we don't even get tested standard for vitamin D. Like imagine if we got tested for chemicals and started realizing the exposure that we have. We just don't do it because if we did, we'd probably find out some hardcore truths. Oh, yeah. The scariest one is probably the cosmetics. 28 that are in cosmetics. Like girls wear makeup all the time, like literally day in, day out for like tw like 12 hours a day, some these women wear makeup. And imagine how much of that's being absorbed through like your pores, your skin. It's scary to think about. That's why if, you know, I'm not an expert on makeup. I have I don't wear makeup, so I don't know how, how to purchase makeup or, or anything like that. But I'm not sure if there's a choice between like natural, is there natural makeup and non-natural? There's like paraben know? free, but I still, I, you know, I haven't never looked at the label of like natural make makeup if it even exists. Yeah. And like, what are the, you know, the chemicals there?
but I've, I'm sure there is, right? Like it would make sense if there isn't. There should be like a market for it. I feel that would be a good market. That would be like making makeup products that like are natural. You, you know, it's, natural you know, it's funny. We have a lot of women listeners. They're probably screaming right now. Yes, there yeah, is. Right. Be, and the mics are yeah. driving somewhere. And it's like you know, these two dudes just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember back when um, there was a giant push for for because they found out that the makeup companies were testing their makeup on on animals. Remember there was like a giant push to not test makeup on animals because yeah. they're supposed to be, it's, it's like it's deadly or, you know, not humane. To it's test not humane. Animals or something but, like that. but how can we know if we unfortunately don't? Like that's just a sacrifice that we have to endure. What are you going to test it on humans? That's not safe. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, but it's makeup, right? Why, why, why do you got to test its safety in the first place? Right? That, that blows your mind. It Even shouldn't be something you test your safe, safety on. Like skin, I imagine if it's like, like um, these stands, you got to test the safety of the stands because they have to work. Imagine if the stand is hanging from somewhere high and hit somebody in the head. Do you remember, safety wise, do you remember yeah, those recalls makeup? on all those Chinese toys? Yeah. For the babies and Dude. stuff like that? Like what mm-hmm. kind of chemicals are coming from there? And we're just not testing it. Right. And like I think the European Union bans like triple, even quadruple the amount of chemicals that we like ban. Even GMOs, like we're so behind on things like. America's like a wasteland for all this shit, dude. It's like just a test it's product really, yeah. for a bunch of LLCs, and they're do businesses are doing whatever they want because it takes mm-hmm. a long time for ethics to catch up to things. A giant corporation, and that's how, that's kind of what makes the U.S. successful, and it's kind of gonna come be its demise eventually. Yeah, you, know, you can't always run everything as a as a corporation and as a company because if you run it as a company. Your major, your major number one interest is to kind of expand, grow, and make more money. Right? Whether it's the cheapest way, man, just like the the food industry. But like some of these chemicals that are in here for you guys that are wondering, and more on the show notes, of course, on the website. So ten of them are from like plasticizer, which is like food packaging, paper plates, small appliances, even. Uh, not to mention BPAs, which is even in like receipt paper. Like you're not if you don't need a receipt, don't even touch it because actually could contain those chemicals that we quickly absorb into our um into our bodies like we don't even know the amount of pores that we have right Mm -hmm. and another one is i don't even want to pronounce the name of it but it's a pfa it's a methyl perfurodectinate like you know i'm gonna try my best there (laughs) you're you're on this one dog yeah dude it's it's a long one there man especially with our with our polish ass yeah my second language being english here (laughs) so this pfa is actually non-sticking cookware like teflon for example but it's also but it's also in waterproof fabrics so imagine having a waterproof you know jacket that somehow gets absorbed through your skin without us even knowing mm. and now you're pregnant and get that's that it gets absorbed to your baby mm. like that that's such a trip dude how does that even happen like these kind of, like we're wearing chemicals and are exposed to them without us even like just realizing it man that that's a scary yeah if your listeners have like non-stick cookware at home non-stick cookware is amazing to cook with because it's non-stick it's so ideal but you gotta realize that once you kind of like scratch it or, you know, use a fork and you kind of, you know how you see the scratch marks on it, you should get rid of it. Yeah, don't use, then a, it just, use a wooden spoon. Exactly, because then it just pours the chemicals out of there and it gets, and then slowly those marks get bigger and bigger over time because that part's not not resistant as, as the other part, right? So it's gonna yeah. slowly keep scratching off more and more and more and you're ingesting those chemicals and those chemicals are shown to be not healthy at all. Yeah. Actually dangerous to your health. And now we're seeing these chemicals across the placenta, so... If you're a pregnant woman, you should be a lot more careful because you know how many think about yourself now, you have a baby growing in you. Yes. Right. So you kind of gotta be more mindful of these things and and more mindful of the stuff that you use, the things that you you touch, like 
how's your dish soap? What kind of cleaning products are you using? Because we looked at our stuff and our actually was a dish soap. It had a bunch of those chemicals in it. Yeah, two that, of them, we, yeah. yeah Including we, fragrance, which right. which fragrance is just a special fancy word, which meaning you, you don't have to expose that certain amount of chemicals and it's a secret mm-hmm. because of an LLC. What? Right. We don't even know what the hell is going there. because It's patented. It's, you know? it's, patented. it's bullshit yeah. because we're getting exposed to these chemicals, you know? Right. And our, actually, the Tide that we buy for, for our laundry, that's actually pretty clutch. Like, it's scent-free. It's, it's, it's what is it? Fragrance-free or whatever? Yeah. That's clutch. And, like, I'm very sensitive to certain fragrances. So, like, I know, like, I know by, like, the clothes. When I put my clothes on, I can already sense what kind of detergent it's used. Yeah. That's even, sense of my skin is. Even, like, remember the scrubs that we wore at work? Like, dude, that bleach, whatever they use to bleach a damn uniform, like, you, I had, like, little, like, you know, like, bumps on my, yeah. like, um, arms and stuff like it's crazy that. crazy that you could tell, right? You're yeah, just very sensitive yeah, to your it. Your body knows. Your body knows what's, what's, what's bad for it and what it doesn't like. You know, sometimes you got to fuck listen to it. Yeah. Sometimes people just put like, you know, creams and do, doing other things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be a little bit more than that. And that's what the beauty is of like your intuition. You just listen to your body because it, it doesn't lie of what's happening, you know. And Dr. Woodruff said that it's very concerning that we can't identify these chemicals. Like the EPA has to do a better job at, you know, holding these chemical in- industries like accountable and standardizing things. Mm-hmm. Like how can we have so many chemicals that are, you know, unmarked for that could create potential health risks or risks sorry and if you if you're wondering why pfas are so important they're literally in everything cookware pizza boxes stain repellents just like we said and for a long time we finally figured out that there's like adverse reactions like in animals from this it affects reproductive health developmental liver kidneys and actually in the lab it affects the immune system for animals Mm -hmm. so it's it, it and there's also low infant birth rates which is not completely related to it, so there's not enough um, evidence for that. <laughs> yeah, no, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> joking. I'm almost live here. I'll, but I'll, I'm looking at this right here, and even it has an effect on your immune system, yes. so on your immune health. So imagine, you know, this is a perfect way to set yourself up for for, uh, for failure. One, having a high BMI. I understand that high BMI, you can still be fit and have a high BMI, but you know, if you're overweight or you're on a heavier side, that's already decreasing your immune system, right? Then your diet is obviously an issue. It's decreasing your gut health, your immune system, hitting you in every way, shape, or form, right? You're not getting enough nutrients because you're eating poorly, and your the food that you eat is just carb-rich and, and nutrient-deficient. And now you're putting these toxic chemicals in your system that you don't know where, where they're coming from or, you know, what they even do. It's even lowering your system even more, immune system even more. And now you got COVID-19 going around, and that's a whole different immune response. So you're just setting yourself up for, for failure, literally. Yeah, man. And it's crazy how you got to pay attention to literally everything. And like, I feel like cleaning products and like I said, makeup is like the least looked at things because you never look at the ingredients of those things. You never look at the ingredients because you think you should look at the ingredient list on the food that you consume because you're consuming it. But you don't really realize that there are hands and our, and our bodies, they're filled with little pores and little holes that, that consume things yes. in general. And there's microbes all over our hands. You know, we have... An immune system outside our body as well, where you have a whole immune system on our skin, right? That gets damaged. Like imagine yeah. if if you dip your hand in bleach, like your hand gets so dry, super dry, because everything gets gets destroyed, right? All those, all those like, you know, microbes that produce oil or that you know fight off oil, all those get destroyed. So imagine what you're doing to yourself with this. Yeah. We we just we're just not aware of it, man. Mm-hmm. And and that's why we're podcasting about this to bring a little bit more awareness into this because. You know, when it comes to conscious living, which, you know, the, the movement that we're starting and everything, it's like, it matters what you consume by your five senses. It all freaking comes full circle. And of course, there's levels to, levels to it. Like, changing a diet is going to 
do you more benefit than changing cleaning products? But it's still, if, if you have a good diet and like you're still getting like these random rashes or breakouts or what's that one thing, that, I forgot what's the name of it, but it makes your skin like red, ashy, like itchy. Yeah. Um, I get it sometimes. You get it sometimes too. Oh, got your, got your oh, elbows. For sure, dude. <laughs> I get it on my elbows. Like, I, this like, guy, I think my elbows are pretty. Yeah, it's like a rat. I forgot that was it might called. be a rat. Oh, man, that's uh, a good one. Is it eczema? Is it- oh, okay, like dryness and yes, flakiness. Yes. I see what you're saying. That might be the cause of like your eczema or, or of your, like your, like your breakouts yeah. or like, you know, acne. It could, be, it could be these products that you're using, even like your face washes. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of your face washes, I might use it to prevent breakouts and make you break out even more. It's because the chemicals are, are in it. Your skin just doesn't like it. Just because it works for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And especially with these bleaches, especially like with your laundry. If you don't wash your laundry with the, with the proper stuff, with the proper detergent that your body likes, you're wearing these these clothes all day. Imagine how much absorption goes you must on. Must be sucking something in. Exactly, man. Imagine if, if you're working out sweating. You know, your pores open up, up even more, and you even absorb more of that, man. Yep, and that and that's what the sad truth is: is not to tie in the shit that's happening in the world, but it's like the whole you know vaccine card thing and eating a donut. It's like, guys, it's it's all it all matters. Like it's all. Holistic, you're, right? you're still consciously consuming those bad things like because you got something that's going to boost your immune system now you're taking a, a double-edged sword of consuming something that's lowering your immune system for up to like six hours it's known but you know by sugar like who are you really helping but people are ignorant to that fact because they they, yeah. they don't know i recently got a reddit ad that uh sam adams was giving people a free beer oh yeah for, a, for a vac if they got proof if they show their vaccine isn't that so crazy I don't want to bring up the vaccine thing, but it's just. But like let's so not, crazy, man. man. Let's not. Because yeah. we, we said we're going to stop talking about it a little yeah, bit. I just posted it on my Instagram, you know. You did? <laughs> no, For, did. Okay. But yeah, that's just. Yeah. It, it all comes full circle, just like Big Sean said, man. Just just be wary of it. And, you know, whatever you consume, just like I said, by your five senses, it's all going to affect you. Whether it's that so, shitty social media that keeps you in that, you know, comparison and lowering your self esteem, mm-hmm. or it's eating the shitty food like we talk about, like. Full circle, ladies and gents. Yeah. Just live your live your life to like the fullest potential. Like, don't care about how other people live their lives. Just know what's optimal for you and just live by it. Who cares what others are doing, man? Be better. Cheers to that, man. Mm-hmm. So, seven steps to avoid toxic chemicals. So, we're gonna go into like seven steps we found that are probably most beneficial. You could start, and we might start with getting rid of that dish soap. Mm-hmm. So, let's go with the first one. Make your own cleaning products. And this was a step that I found on a website. It's basically. Use non-toxic cleaners like vinegar and baking soda. They work really great. They could clean countertops, dishes, because certain chemicals that are in cleaning products, like I just talked about those um, two earlier, the mm-hmm. BPAs or um, PFAs. I'm sorry. Um, they they're you know they have fragrances and they actually disrupt fertility. Like I said, increase risk of breast cancer, asthma, and hormone disruption. Yeah, I think there's a Windex that uses vinegar, but I'm not sure on how. How all the other ingredients are. Yeah, so ammonia free and stuff. Yeah, but there's like, yeah, you know, you go to Costco or whatever. Our our cleaner for our countertops, that's a really good one. I don't know what's in, what's in it exactly, but I know it's one of like the, the, the safer ones. Yeah. And it comes like a wet and green bottle. It's clutch from, from Costco and it's it, it does wonders. It smells nice. You know, it, like these natural things, like people assume that you need a super strong chemical to clean things. You know, people have been cleaning things for years and they haven't needed to use these super strong chemicals special right? things right you don't need these industrial chemicals to clean your fucking kitchen right well you also gotta bathroom, yeah right? you also gotta realize that we're in a phobia bro and people are spraying everything they can and kill any, every single thing bacteria like 
those things are good for immune system in a way. Like don't kill every single bacteria. We yeah. we need it. Our immune system, which is eighty percent of the gut, it's like it's like the gym. Like it's like a muscle. Like if it's not getting introduced any new bacteria because you're sanitizing everything, yes, that's good because you might not get sick, but it's like going to the gym. Like if you're not lifting the damn weight, AKA having a normal introduction of bacteria, it, your immune system is going to become weak. Just like not lifting weights, you lose that strength, that freaking neurological recruitment to get you a, like a pump or a heavy deadlift if you're not ripping it out in the gym. Exactly, man. Exactly. Jeez, man. <laughs> Gotta start better myself. Man. Thanks, brother. Uh, the second one is avoiding fragrances. That could be anything from laundry detergents, from products that say, you know, fragrances like your perfume your cleaners your personal care products the freaking lysol sprayers like try to get fragrance free and it's been linked that uh they they're known to be common uh, commonly include phthalates. i can't even pronounce that bro but it's linked to i swear dude, they make these words hard as fuck to pronounce and read <laughs> on purpose so you get because you, you get it because you look at it and you're like i can't read that i'm not gonna look it up and i don't have that uh, dude. that level of like knowledge and you're just gonna like Bypass not care it. about it in a way. Yeah. yeah, you never know, that's man. For, it's for sure they're doing. That's just that's just a conspiracy, bro. It's, I, no, it's not a conspiracy. It's legit, dude. There's yeah. no way. There's no reason we gotta name these things. You gotta you come up with a simpler term, dude. Right. And it's like, you know, it's and it also like creates allergens, you know. And like, I think the one of those doctors I saw on Instagram, and he had like a great TED talk. He was talking about like what disease is is moving away from ease. So when like disease gets formed, it's either your body's not able, to, your body's not able to comprehend itself or the environment. So when we have these fragrances and things like that, just like it says, it causes allergens. Well, it's causing something to our immune system that's making you not recognize its own self, causing like allergic reactions and stuff like that. It's, it's people, wild to like think about that. That could be, it's it's not the be all end all guys like, hey, you got to stop spraying this because it's going to cause it. But to a junction to everything that we're consuming, which is not healthy in the Western diet, it could lead to these things. I think people are still a little bit confused on like, on like disease and infection. We talked about it. I believe yesterday or, or the day before, where these viruses, these bacteria aren't looking to kill you, aren't looking for, hey, let me find a human and infect it and, and destroy its old body and kill it, right? They don't have that kind of mental capacity to think like that. They don't even yeah. have mental capacity. They're just living organisms that survive in these distinct cascades. And for them to survive, this is what they have to do, right? Like we talk about C. diff, right? It's their genetic genetic right. information, just like we had genetic information. Yeah, like C. diff is, is normal in, in your body, except when it gets overgrown, it becomes an opportunistic infection. That's why people get kind of precautious, they get large amounts of diarrhea. That's literally how infections and viruses and bacteria work. They don't say, hey, I'm going to go infect that human because I want to put that human through misery. It's just how they live and survive. They don't, they, they don't care if it's a human. They don't care if it's you know a, a liver, a kidney. It's just right. their goal... And, and you can say life is just to reproduce and, and grow. Just like as humans, we reproduce. We, we're the same way. You know, when we colonize other people, we don't care, right? We take the opportunity. Same with We do back in the day, yep. Right? During wars, it's an opportunity, right? Climate change is going on too. And now we're starting to, you know, destroy the climate and, and whatever. And that's just us being opportunistic infections too, right? In, in a sense. So it's not like a virus or a bacteria is out there to get you. Or kill you. It just that's how it lives. And if you happen to be a good host for it because you don't take care of yourself or you expose yourself to these toxins which lower immune system and then a virus comes or a bacteria comes and takes the opportunity to to you know make more copies of itself and replicate. And that's that. what it's gonna do. I like when you said that because a mosquito prefers 
you know, reproducing, laying, I don't even know if a mosquito lays eggs, but anyways, it, it reproduces more in swampy, humid areas, right? It's not going to reproduce, you know, in the freaking dry desert, right? Or just like a fly loves nasty food, lays eggs there. You made a very good point, bro. If the host is weak, if you start eating shitty, start treating yourself shitty, and you become this person that's rotting, essentially, yeah. you're going to become a great host. And that's right. exactly what's happening. We have the real pandemic is obesity, diabetes, and hypertension, everything else. It's not the virus. There's a bigger picture that's there. We're not seeing it. And there's large corporations that are taking advantage of the situation by doing what they're doing that we're not going to talk right. about because you guys know what we talk about. Yeah, infection is, is like, is, is, you compare it to like flies. Yeah. Right? You're not going to have flies around the house randomly, right? As long as you get them, but they're not very abundant. As long as they fly in. But if you put around food, if you put food on the table, eventually you're going to attract the flies, right? Yeah, you make a very good point, you know, man. And, and as that food gets older and, you know, you know, more rotten, you get more flies, right? And you get ants and all that comes opportunity, right? Without that food on the table, you're not going to have flies. Yep. That's how it works. No. <laughs> The circle of life. Circle of life, Not, dude. We, figured, you, we figured out on this show, man. <laughs> Number three. So give your personal products a makeover. Uh, one of those things that I wanted to talk about is um, chemicals that have parabens, sodium, lorith sulfate, which that dish soap had, that's a chemical, and oxybenzone. So oxybenzone is actually an ac active ingredient in sunscreens. Mm -hmm. That's what prevents you from sunburning. But it's actually linked to accumulating in the fatty tissues, with visceral fat even, that's causing... I lost, lost my reading here, bro. Word, huh? Allergies. No, it causes allergies, hormone disruptions, and cellular damage. Mm. So think about this. Like spraying this is actually, it's an endocrine disruptor. You, you know how a lot of breast cancer is formed, for example, from hormone disruption mainly, correct? Mm. This is a chemical that actually causes hormone disruption. And females are mainly... You know, we all, we all have hormones. Cholesterol is very important and all that. Hormones more, I mean, I'm sorry, females more, correct? Mm -hmm. What if there's that link between sunscreen and uh, breast cancer, for example? We, we don't know, right? right? But and like we said, it's, it might be, in, the, like we said before, the thing is, it's, these things are abundant in a wide stream of, of products. Especially sunscreen. We're so afraid of the sun. Yeah. Instead of having, I'm sorry to cut you off there. No, it's okay. Instead of having 30-minute exposures daily to the sun, and then developing that good relationship with the sun because you're not going to burn. Of course, on the other edge, there's people that have cancers. They're very sensitive to the sun. can't go. You have to wear sunscreen. I understand. I'm not like, you know, discrediting all those people. But if you expose yourself as a regular healthy person, 30 minutes to the sun, you could have a longer sun exposure without putting sunscreen on. That's just an unnecessary chemical that we take. We don't think about that. It could affect us, but it does. Right. And we haven't wore sunscreen this whole time in California. No, right? man. Because of this reason, I yeah. know about it. And like, I don't wear sunscreen. Well, I do wear sunscreen sometimes. If I know I'm gonna, you know, if I, if it's winter time and I'm going, Punta Cana, you know, yeah, and I know I haven't seen the sun for a very large, you know, for a long time, I'm gonna put on sunscreen. Yeah, you know, at that point, you know, the benefits kind of outweigh the risk because I don't want to be sunburned. You know, I don't want to get, you know, skin cancer from 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 the sun. But then again, I don't want to get these random issues that come from these these ingredients that are in sunscreen, right? So you kind of got to weigh it out positive and negative. You don't have to always wear sunscreen. Because how many yeah. times do we go on the beach and we just see people load up on sunscreen? Like you're out in the sun, you don't have to load up on sunscreen every time. Like, yeah, if you're going to be out in the sun for like six hours, probably a good idea to put it on. You don't got to keep bathing yourself in it every hour, but just put it on a little bit and then a couple hours later, put on some more. You don't have to like go crazy on it, you know? It's, and it's like people are scared like... Like a few years ago, the report came out that the sun causes skin cancer. That's the normal cause of skin cancer. Yeah. You know? Like, like okay, but...
But is number one cause of skin cancer for everybody? Not necessarily. You know, some predisposition, predisposition occurs, and I guarantee some of those studies, you know, didn't show or didn't look at these other, these nasty toxins that, that we deal with on a daily basis at home, right? You know, there's, there's more to it. Yeah. I mean, we're basically getting put inside of our homes and we think it's a good idea, but it's clearly not. Like, our body, like, thrives on movement, thrives on the sun, our circadian rhythm, like... This is why, like, I feel like we're just disconnected from the source, like are, I always kind of talk about, man. And we 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 really figured it out, and that's like one thing why we're starting that movement too, man. Fourth one, uh, go BPA free. So BPA isn't a lot of things. Like it's the plastic containers that you um, store your food in. It's in paper receipts, like it talks about ATMs, grocery stores. We're all touching this stuff, and we don't even realize how much it's affecting us. And BPAs have been, you know. It's been known to show reproductive problems, obesity, asthma, tooth decay, early puberty, blood pressure issues. Um, they're commonly found in plastics. And there was a study that showed that at least 90% of Americans mm. have BPA in their bodies. I bet, dude. I bet because at one point, everything had BPA in it. All plastics had BPA in it. Because it was cheap. Out, and then they found out it was, it was bad for you. So people started putting BPA-free on, on their, on their box, on like the labels or whatever. But that damage has already been done. And not everything is BPA-free. Yep. And imagine a person that has a non-BPA-free container and they're putting that in a microwave. Because not everyone understands that. Not, not everything is microwave-safe. They got to have those special numbers on there to make sure it's microwave, microwave-safe, right? And imagine that that BPA and you're, you know, microwaving, you're lunching it, and you're just exposing that food to even, to even more BPAs and whatever other toxins are coming out yeah. of that plastic. It's going to be number six that we're going to cover about that one. Beautiful. See? So, a foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing. A, it's American literature thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, it is. And it's making people stay and want to listen what the next one is. So number five is quit the... Quit the quats. So quats is um, is in a lot of disinfectant products. And hit the squats. We should we should name it. Quit the the quats and hit the squats. That's a good one. <laughs> hit the gym, guys. Put that on the shirt logo. So it's in a lot of antibacterial hand soaps, hand sanitizer. Um, it's in a lot of products that are that have this um, ingredient called ammonium compounds, such as onium chloride. So anything with like benza clonium chloride is going to expose you to quats, which been, have been known as um, having skin irritants, causes um, asthma and respiratory issues, fertility issues, reproductive issues. I know for nurses, unfortunately, you know, we, we have to use hand sanitizer all the time. Maybe sometimes wash your hands if you have the ability to, but you know, we can't avoid that, unfortunately. Yeah. It sucks. Or carry your own, maybe that's benzone free. And I prefer to wash my hands in the hand sanitizing. And I, I hate the, I don't mind the see-through, one the water looking one but the foam one that's what gets you yeah it's always that that's the one like dries up my skin and i feel like to my skin it like makes it oily in the beginning and then dries it up i'm like what the fuck dude and plus plus when you use hand sanitizer you can tell you have like this layer just like nasty film on your hands yeah i hate that yep so i just wash if i i already know which in our prior hospital i did i already knew which dispensers have the foam and which ones have the have the clear stuff yeah and And i would just avoid the foam and i would just wash my hands and a lot of nurses don't know that these quats are actually known to cause superbug infections because the they, because we constantly expose these bugs to this, they develop their own, you know, immune system rea- or you know defenses, whatever. They become resistant to it, and then we're creating these superbugs in the hospital not only from antibiotic exposure so much, but also to hand and sanitizer all these products that keep on killing good germs as well. Yeah. Number six is choose alternative to plastics. It's all you, bro. When possible, I finally got a, got a. Got a number in here, you know? But this is the ones we're talking about with these special numbers. So 
if you look on usually the bottom of a plastic, so on the side somewhere, if you have like a two-liter bottle, it's usually on, on the bottom. If you have like a Tupperware, it's usually on the bottom as well or on the lid. And the numbers to avoid, uh, try to avoid numbers three, which is PVC, number six, which is polycystrine, and number seven, which is considered other. So who the hell knows what the hell that means. But yeah, avoid those because those are not going to be microwave safe and you can't even recycle those. And those have shown to have more toxins than, than the other ones. So just try to avoid those. Me and Matt are, are pretty good on that. And if, you don't, if you're lazy and don't feel like looking through those numbers, then at least look at the label and make sure it says BPA-free you know, or microwave safe. That's going to show you that it's not as much you know, toxins in it. Yeah, I think eventually, guys, if you guys are listening to us long enough, we're going to create like little brochures or videos or like guides to help spot things things out to help you know help you guys live a more higher quality of life through little things like this one of them so number seven is ditch air fresheners before i talk about that there's one ingredient i would love to list on here that we didn't but it's fluoride just try to drink fluoride free water if you can because it's full of contaminants but also toothpaste if you could i know you might be like oh my god well fluoride's good for your tooth um for your to prevent tooth decay but i spoke to a dentist and looked at even studies and it showed that if you're not over the age of 65, fluoride really doesn't have any more benefits than harm to you. Mm. Like it's not going to cause any tooth um, prevention of tooth decay. And what it does, it actually has been shown to lower um, your IQ score and actually calcifies the pineal gland. Mm. You want to avoid tooth decay? Just brush your damn teeth and floss. Floss and quit eating <laughs> you your damn sugar. If you yeah. eat a candy bar, yeah. brush your teeth. This is the thing with, with, with America and the world. It's just like, instead of like, find a cause and eliminating it they try to just figure out a treatment for it yes and then so you're still doing all this bad shit but you think you're you're, you're doing good because you're doing the bad shit but then you're trying to fix it with the treatment why don't you just stop doing the bad shit and not worry about the treatment you know what i'm saying but the money but then you make more money because then you can keep doing the bad shit which people are gonna profit off and then people are also gonna profit the treatment yeah you know because if you keep if you don't do this bad shit there's no profit margin for the treatments right so no one's gonna tell you hey fix this they're gonna say no take this it'll fix it for you yeah like if people if people adapted the same mentality that america has created on which is business and corporations and you if you look at the picture the world of how america runs from a business standpoint you see why things are done for why they're done why things are happening why the news is kind of saying this it's just profit yeah and even even the this cnn video today like we're doing our diligence podcasting and trying to help people uh, their project Veritas is like independent, excuse me, journalist, and he was, for example, exposing CNN with with that one article, right? It's like, just like I lost my train of thought there with that, but no, it, I feel, but like Julian Assange in it, jail, it, yeah, yeah. You know? it, oh, that's what I wanted to say. It just tells you the truth of what what really happens, and once you see that, you start realizing why maybe you should be changing your life on this or based on that, or you know starting realizing that, hey, epigenetics is a real thing and yeah. everything that I do in my lifestyle, everything that I consume by my five senses, like I said, will affect your quality of life. Just because the mainstream thing doesn't mean it's always the right thing. You know, that's the kind of issue with like popularity is if you could get the majority fixated or for one thing, yes, it doesn't really matter what that thing is because you already have majority of the vote for it. If you can convince the majority of the crowd to follow one way over the other, it doesn't matter what the fundamentals are for that one way because you already convinced them. And then you don't really have to have an explanation because they're already with you no matter what. Yep. And that's that whole wild group thing. And um, what's that one word too when they kind of like don't, they don't shadow ban you. Uh, it's not like, 
it's not like attacking the culture, but it's um, silence. No, it's not silence. Yeah, I, I can't think of the word where they kind of guilt trip you. They like shame you and shame you in a way. I'm, I'm not going to think of it, what, but you get what yeah, happens. Yeah. So number seven, uh, ditch air fresheners, like open the windows, incense maybe, maybe light the incense. Like, light well, some, yeah, candles are good too, but sometimes you still got to be careful because some candles are, are still, they still have bad ingredients. They, so try to get like natural candles or if you know a candle maker or, you know, just buy a good, <laughs> good because, you know, because you think about it, if you burn a candle, those things are, are going into the air and you're bringing those in. So that's even more detrimental than touching it, right? And the air fresheners ha- disrupt your hormones. Yeah. So find a local, support a local um, candle maker, yeah, <laughs> what Peter wanted to say. Yeah, basically support your local candle maker, especially during the COVID-19 time because you know they're selling. Um, support the small businesses. I guarantee there's a, there's a candle shop somewhere within your area, probably within 20 miles, easy, dude. Or buy it online, but make sure they're all natural. Anything else you want to touch upon, Matthew? No, man, that's really it. Yeah. Okay, I, so guys, I, be mindful of the products you're using. Look at the ingredient labels on your soap, on your detergents, those are just as important as the foods you consume, the ingredient labels you look at in your cereal, in your pastries, in your, in your foods. So just be mindful of that because all that plays a role. We're one giant organism. We have giant pores in our hands, just like we have a giant mouth, right? Yeah. So just be mindful of what you consume and what you touch. What you, you are do. what you consume. Think about that in every aspect, all five senses. That's the, that's the takeaway for today. Respect. Peace. Peace, guys. Peace.